0: Hi, friends. It's Adam from Assumption Church. If you like our weekly podcast, I want to invite you to check out Assumption Today, our daily podcast with Friar Robert that's based on the readings and the feasts and celebrations of the church. Episodes are never longer than three minutes, and it's a great way to start your day or to wind down in the evening. You can listen by going to anchor.fm slash or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also add it to your Alexa smart speaker by saying, Alexa, Open Assumption today. And now, here's this week's podcast. This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of Central New York.
1: This weekend is known in the church as Good Shepherd Sunday. And fittingly enough, because we have the story and the image of Jesus as the Good Shepherd who tends to his flock, who lays down his flock. And by tradition, this has been also a vocation Sunday, because the image of the need for shepherds to shepherd their flock is part of our consciousness more and more. We need more priests, more women and men to serve the church in ministry. Now, I've seen shepherds, I've seen them in the Holy Land, I've seen them in Europe, not too much around here, but if you're in the Middle East, along the road, it's very normal to see a shepherd with his flock. And it is a beautiful sight, right? The sheep are cute, but then you soon realize they're dumb as rocks. Sheep are not the brightest things, and they need the shepherd to keep them on the right path. And so that image of church, of our relationship with Jesus, kind of makes sense, that without Jesus, we can stray on the wrong way, we can stray into traffic, we need Jesus to help us find the way. And as the gospel tells us, Jesus lays down his life to save the one sheep. But when it comes to praying and thinking about vocations, especially to priesthood and religious life, I'm not so sure the imagery of shepherd and sheep works for us anymore. I think it may actually cause more damage than good. Because the shepherd is of a totally different kind than the sheep. The sheep are dumb, the shepherd is smart. Now I don't know if we ever really had that kind of relationship between clergy and parishioners, and I know I've met some dumb parishioners, but I've also met plenty of dumb priests. I've also met really, really smart parishioners, and devout parishioners, and holy parishioners, and the same with the priests. So I think we need to come up with a different idea around what it means to call forth people to be leaders in the church. I don't think it should be so much about shepherding, because as the gospel said, there is one shepherd and he is Jesus. But we share in that ministry with him. I think another way to look at it might be that we're all the sheep, right? We're good and we're lovely and we're wonderful, but we can also very easily get distracted and get thrown off our course. And perhaps what we need in the church in ministry like priesthood or in consecrated life as sisters or brothers are sheep that are consecrated in a special way, sheep that stand out perhaps one way of thinking about it would be we need some black sheep you know a black sheep is a sheep that looks different than the others still a sheep still the same no different just stands out and easily recognized often ostracized and we use that in colloquial language the black sheep the one that doesn't fit well those of us who are called to religious life are kind of not supposed to fit we are just like anybody else a black sheep is not holier or better than a white sheep and a friar a sister a priest a bishop or pope is not any better than you or me we have to come to realize and certainly the scandals of the last twenty thirty forty fifty years have taught us that not every priest is holy and certainly we know that there are so many saints walking among us today. I can vouch for them living and breathing right here at Assumption Church. Living saints. We'll never be canonized, but I would swear on a Bible that they are saints. And there are people in our families and in our history that we know that we're the same way. So why do we need brothers and sisters and priests and people to minister? Because we need encouragement. We need some people who are chosen in a way to remind us of what is important in life. But that requires a certain honesty, a certain transparency, and I would say a certain equality. It cannot come from a position of power, but rather from a position of influence. Now, you know, when I came to Assumption, I was driving some of our parishioners crazy because they were asking me, well, Father, and I'd say, no, it's Friar. Well, whatever, Friar, Father, who the heck cares? Well, we Franciscans care. And the idea of going by Friar is that, yes, I am a priest. I am Father, technically but my first and most important identity is not as a priest but as a brother. A friar means brother in Latin. Brother Jim and I are brothers. The other friars in the house were all brothers to one another and ultimately what we seek to be is brothers to you. Some of us serve as priests, others as religious brothers who do all sorts of things like counseling or teaching or whatever. But ultimately, our primary vocation is to be brother. And you think if you've had a good experience of a brother in your own life, a brother is not better than you. It's not in charge of you necessarily. But if you have a really good older brother or older sister, they're a model for you. They're an inspiration for for you. They help you go forward. But to have that kind of vision of ministry in the church, of parish, of vocation, of calling forth people, requires a change from all of us. And I think that today, the church will not go forward unless we make that change. It will die, I think. Because the power plays of power and domination and control has led to too many problems. So that means that we clergy and those of us who are in religious life who have a certain authority by our function need to learn to let go of some of that. And trust me, that's not easy. Because the pastor of a parish is like a king. Absolute power. And it's intoxicating. But that's not good for the priest, nor for the parishioners, nor for Christ. We have to find different ways and to trust that the Holy Spirit can work in all of us and to let go and to form and nurture the working of the Holy Spirit in the parishioners. But the flip side of it is also true, that parishioners, all of you, have to be willing to let go of your role. That it's no longer the priest's thing. That we are responsible for one another and for the wellness of the parish. And I don't mean just coming up with lists of things the priest ought to do, but a willingness to engage in them. To say, Father, I think we need to repaint the church. I will help you organize that. I'll find people. I'll help you find the money. Or Father, we're not getting enough communion to the sick. I will help. I will make that happen. And sometimes it means telling the pastor when you're not happy about something. And that's kind of scary. Very few people tell me the truth. I gotta tell you, there are a few brave souls in the parish who will tell me the truth in my face when they're not happy about something. And I know that sometimes I can have a, a resting bee face that is a little bit intimidating, but I won't bite. And this is true not just of me, but in most of our parishes, right? In confession, how many times do I tell people, go and talk to your pastor. He's just a human being like you. Tell him how you feel. Don't attack. Don't judge. But talk in person. It's amazing how healing that could be for both him and for you. So as we begin to... (laughs) God willing, leave COVID behind. As we come back to a semblance of normal in society and in the church, we at Assumption are going to embark on a spiritual divine renovation. We're going to invite you more and more to take responsibility for the parish so that it can grow. Because if it's just the priest pushing, the friar is pushing, it's not going to work. We all have to be involved, and if we're all going to have to be involved, we're all going to have to have some semblance of responsibility and some semblance of authority together. It's a different way of being church. As we go forward, though, we will also need people, in this case men, to serve our community as priests. And we will need women and men to serve as religious brothers and sisters. And like to invite you to do your part to make that happen. Do you know people in your family, in your community, who are young and kind and generous and thoughtful and faithful, who you think would be, wow, what a wonderful sister that would make? She would be so great. Or he would be such a great brother. Or he would be such a great priest. I would invite you to go and say that to them. You know how hard it is for young men and women to consider religious life and priesthood today? So so many parents are adamantly against it. I don't want my child to be lonely. I don't want my child to be weird. I don't want my child not to have a a marriage. I don't want my child not to have money. I want success. I want grandkids. I want the cars, the houses. I want all that stuff. And so I don't want my kid to do that. Well, who will? Who's going to do it? We don't need church mice you know the people that just live in church and do nothing but church we're talking about healthy people who have a life who have a sense of humor who are down to earth who are willing to be vulnerable who you would want caring for your elderly parents who you would want teaching your children and grandchildren if you see such a person say to them Have you ever thought of being a friar, a sister, a priest? On this Good Shepherd Sunday, when we celebrate that one shepherd who truly leads us, we're invited to do our part in promoting vocations, but also assuming our vocation. Perhaps to be a little bit of a black sheep in our family, standing out because of our faith but hopefully more so by inspiring others to goodness, to life, to holiness. In you are everyday,
0: Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit S Y R. Gotta work.